0: It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Hey, it's Wheeler Walker Jr. The Pussy King, the pop country killing machine. we got a great podcast today. Um, One of my favorite artists out there right now is this guy named Paul Cawthon. He's got an album called My Gospel. And I want everyone to hear it because I love this dude. I love his record. He said he's got a new one coming out too. Um, Bigger news is I'm getting ready to go tour. We're rehearsing right now. Or the biggest news I should say is my back. I hurt my fucking back. I just took a muscle relaxer and a sleeping pill. Um, So I... uh, If I don't wake up, it's been a good run. If I do wake up, it's been a shitty run. But anyway, I hope you guys are uh, going to check me out on this tour. Go to my website for the dates. And, uh, God damn it, my back is killing me. This muscle relaxer don't do shit. Um, you, know, I, uh, you know what it's time for right now? Hold on one second. Hold on, give me a second here. <sighs> Listen, I can't fix my back, you know, but I'll tell you what I can do. Well, it's hotter than hell outside right now. It's a hundred in the shade with the sun beating down folk for some more of the same Well, I can't fix that But I can fix a drink I can't fix my back But I can I fix on a drink I Fox News and CNN. CNN But it's the same dang thing all over again I can't fix a, uh, I can't fix my back, but I can fix you a drink Turn on Fox News and CNN Man, this muscle relaxer is a... Uh, I guess the brain is a muscle it's relaxing that too but uh I had a really good talk with Paul Coth and I really dig this dude, you know. cuz it's one thing I can do it's, you know, teach you guys some good music cuz so much shit out there. So when you listen to the talk I had with Paul, I wasn't on muscle relaxers when I talked to him, but um I think we had a good t- conversation, a good dude. T- we had a lot of fun talking. So uh Let's just get into it. Here's my conversation with the great Paul Cawthon. It's the Wheel Walker Jr. podcast. It's the Wheel Walker Jr. podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. Wheel of Walker Jr. podcast. Mr. Jr. Paul Cawthon. It's Cawthon, right? Yes, sir. Man, how you doing? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for uh, doing this. Um, been wanting to talk to you forever. Um, we've been texting back and forth, but um, now we're on the international airwaves, finally.
1: Right now, together, live now, I want to let you know this is Big Velvet. This is who? Big Velvet. Who's that? It's Paul Cawthon's assistant from Coffee City, Texas, out by the liquor stores.
0: Oh, this is Big Velvet. Is it, can I talk to Paul, then? Hi, this is Paul. Okay, That. Thank, thank, well, can you th- hey, Paul, what's going on, man? hey what's going on man how are you doing <laughs> can you thank big velvet for me he oh yeah dude he's a great guy man he's a great guy what's he's going on with sister? that sh- you you talked to me a while ago about that <laughs> show, right
1: yeah man we're gonna put on a show like december 28th we're gonna do an old alias party and everybody's gonna have their uh you know put their f- fucking hat on and party their asses off and sing some songs did you reach out to of- my
0: people because i want to play that
1: yeah, we're gonna reach out and get all that worked out. I'm just,
0: I'm I'm kind of behind the ball. I've got everybody just kind of giving me nods, and now we're going to have to put it in full swing. See, that's the pain in the ass. Everyone, you know, you talk to them, they all say yes, and you got to put it in writing, and they, and they yeah, all like,
1: oh, fucking show up. Oh, but, it's a it's a process, but hey, at least did they answer the calls, man?
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> um, in all seriousness, though, um, I I've, I've been a big I uh I know Logan who runs your record label yeah and, man, he's a great guy uh, he is an awesome dude and he uh i met i was meeting up with him and billy joe shaver and then paul and then sorry logan hands me the cd he's like you you want you're gonna want to listen to this and i'm like first of all it's a cd how, how do i listen to it i don't even have a <laughs> machine to listen to it exactly but i listened to it it's fucking killer and then um you know Thanks, I, I i did some more investigation it turns out maybe hopefully i'm right that you were a fan of mine too and uh oh yeah and i I fucking love this record and i just figured instead of you know meeting up for a drink let's just talk on the fucking computer and and fucking blast it it out let's do it because i want to because i have a bunch of questions for you because i don't you know we've talked but we have never really actually talked about you know actually i actually kind of prefer this you know it's like i want to learn about you and it'd be weird (laughs) to do do it over a beard that i can do it this way but for like sure, where, where the fuck you come from? I guess my first question,
1: man, I'm from uh East Texas, from Tyler, Texas, and grew up near Lake Palestine and out that way and i've been uh been out there growing up, and I moved around a lot I got into a lot of trouble what's the worst up. What's the
0: worst trouble you got into
1: Oh uh, well, I got caught with some weed in East Texas, my senior year of high school, and they put me on probation and my, Folks sent me out to a Christian college, and I got kicked out of there. They weed sent, again. I got kicked out of a school out in West Texas, and then they they brought me back to jail because I revoked probation for drinking.
0: See, that's, that's real fucking country, yeah.
1: Yeah, dude. So they put me in Smith County for like ninety something days, and then you know you were in the pokey
0: pay. for night for ninety days. Yeah. <laughs> what was that what was that like?
1: Dude, that was just a, a fucking experience, man. It was a uh uh wild uh mental battle. Really? Yeah. Were
0: you were, were you scared?
1: Oh, uh, not not scared, but just aware and freaking fucking paranoid, you know?
0: Huh, were there were there people trying to kick your ass and shit or oh
1: man i was in what they call the pumpkin patch out on highway 69 and they had tanks of 24 inmates in each tank and there was like it was an octagon shaped cage with the center the hood owl that would be in the center the guys that would look look around the big freaking you know the blue officers with the the guns and everything just watching everybody and you know we were in this tank and then i got moved to trustee the fifth floor of the courthouse because so i paid i had seven hundred dollars socked away my mom paid robert perkins my lawyer to get me out and
0: uh nice shout out to he, your lawyer
1: yeah shout out to my old lawyer my old criminal defense attorney and um from east texas robert perkins you should hire him He probably will hear this yeah if i play that uh, show
0: i may, may have to <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, man, I spent some uh, – and then I started getting three for one because I had a 180-day sentence. So when Shit. I moved over to the trustee, like I did day for day out in the pumpkin patch wearing orange, you know, with the, in those tanks with freaking this one guy who was a crack meth head who got caught stealing freaking – uh furniture off people's front like patio furniture and shit. That was his game.
0: Can you imagine and, going to jail for stealing patio furniture? <laughs> and that dude was so cracked out, man. He
1: had like two teeth, man. You know, he was one of those guys. But he uh we rolled a lot of cigarettes and talked a lot because he talked a lot. Meth usually just talk all day. You know? So
0: were they so are they all are they all like coming off drugs and shit in there?
1: <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them are. Are so they going a little nutty when they're... When but they're... see, the first time when I got in there, I had to do 72 hours. I did the maximum time in a fucking drunk tank. Three days. Did three fucking days. Why were you in there so long? no one get you out? No, my folks, they were, they'd were, had it. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, dude. So I, I went over. Finally, a lawyer got me over <laughs> to the three-for-one trustee and i you know that was the 5th floor of the courthouse and then i got on the Robert county road Perkins and again yeah county road and bridge department and i went out and was basically on a chain gang for uh fixing culverts and and i actually started driving a tractor for them because nobody knew how to drive a tractor so i was digging the holes that they were doing these culverts and fixing these fixing these uh you know roads and shit i'd follow a lay down machine pick the rocks out of the asphalt when and that that was the worst 100 degrees
0: With well fucking... i'll tell you what man I'm, I'm loving this i'm loving hearing this shit because usually yeah, i talk to people it's like you know berkeley school of music for two years and then you know came <laughs> Dude, back and, a, and inter- interned, in, interned nobody... at, at a record label and then you know it's all <laughs> fucking bullshit see this is some real fucking real shit
1: well, thanks, man. It sounds like it's a fucking, you know, it's a whole shtick. It's so fucking crazy and, you know, I guess cliche.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I've never, do you really, you don't talk about this shit much in interviews, I guess. No,
1: I don't, because it's, you know, there was a old interview a long time ago about it, but, you know, they got, when I was in my old band, Sons of Fathers, they started picking about, you know, how are your parents, and then they're divorced, and then you start talking about that shit and all, all of a sudden you're opening up your whole family secrets to everybody you know so i've kind of kept my mouth shut
0: yeah that's happened to me a couple of times i get calls you know like obviously my, <clears> you, my just system, can, you can be too honest you know what i mean yeah it's like <laughs> I, i'll get calls which I, I totally understand which is like hey man go do your thing i got nothing to do with this shit, you know yeah keep me the fuck out of it <laughs> exactly dude and so what what's this uh, the band before you had a band before which I didn't know that band. Yeah,
1: Sons of Fathers. This me and this guy, David Beck. Uh he's actually son of Bill Whitbeck who plays with uh Robert O'Keen. He's the bass player for him for like okay, the past cool. twenty years. So yeah, he's we did this two part harmony thing that was uh went on ev- for about Everly, Brother, Everly
0: Brothers type shit, or
1: yeah, Everly Brothers meets you know that's kind
0: of. Or was it more country, or what, more? I, I got it was Americana like, and country. Can I? Sure. Can I? Is this a band I can go look up? Yeah, for shits some, out some there because I, I, I my favorite group of all time. For people who don't know, is the Leuven Brothers.
1: Oh God, me too, man.
0: Um, They're they've, great. They've got this. Uh, you know who I met once was a I met Ry Cooter once. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and I and. We just started talking about. Uh, met him through a friend. I, I just I heard he liked the Leuven Brothers. I told him I had the Bear Family box set, which is basically everything they ever recorded. And you know he's a you know one of the greatest guitarists ever. He just looks at me and goes, "Well, that's all you need right there." I was like, "Wow." Kind of right, you know. It's like I think it's like eight CDs. Probably cost me all the money I had. It took probably a couple hundred bucks for the for that thing. But yeah, it's everything they ever recorded. Wow. It's uh, did, amazing, but did you? So, is it a little more? Is it more on the rocks? Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now.
1: Look it up. So, look so. up. Look up. Sons of fathers, and check out like the song "Ruthless."
0: Sons of sons fathers. of
1: anarchy. No. Fathers? <laughs> no, that's not me. I met oh. that Charlie Hoonan
0: guy once though in LA. He's nice. Well, fucking name dropping <laughs> right after I did. Oh, here's here's yeah. it. Sons of. Fa- Oh, I got Dante Bowie, son of a father, various artists, sons of son, Death Valley, sons of fathers. This thing is fucking shit. Come on, <laughs> I'll find. It. You know what? I can I can listen back and check it out later. But yeah, I'll listen. So anyway, so you left. Why is Father John Misty coming up here?
1: Who knows?
0: Elton John. You got go to go. got to connection. You got to go to. Yeah, I mean it's on Spotify. That's what I'm looking at.
1: And it's called,
0: I got, I'll get Elton John. Sons
1: Sons of Fathers on Spotify.
0: It's all over there. I've got
1: two records on there, I think.
0: Sons of, I think it's my fat fingers. Can't really tell. There it is. (laughs) Sons of Fathers. Hell and Back, Flatland, Out of Line. Do, do the song uh, Ruthless. Are you playing horseshoes? What's going on there?
1: <laughs> it's a triangle. I'm in the studio right now. just Fucking 80
0: Ruthless, hold on. Oh, yeah, I'm going to to this shit later.
1: Yeah, it's like...
0: um sounds fucking awesome anyway but you, the new album my gospel i want to make i just want to make sure everyone who listens to this buys that record because it's my favorite one of my favorite records out there right now um
1: oh man thank you
0: and i want to know where like where that came from so you're in this band the two of you i guess just kind of harmonizing and then whatever kind of was it a, was it a, a fixed band or was it kind of whatever players were around at the time
1: no dude it fell it was an organic band that came together in San Marcos, Texas. Actually uh, we went up uh, we'd always go up to our our, uh, songwriting house Cheatham Street Warehouse and we all had a crew of us that would go up there and Kent Finley was the owner of that place. He passed away but his family is a bunch of songwriters and they're with Dustin Welch who is the son of Kevin Welch and all these people that are writers and just kind of it all happened organically david and i started singing together and then a band happened around us and then a manager that used to do pr and a&r for the eagles when hotel california broke out in la back holy in the shit day.
0: Who, who's that dude
1: marty schwartz he got a hold of our record and freaking put it in radio and slammed radio all over it and all of a sudden we're playing nationally.
0: No way! So you did, so you toured across the country with that band.
1: Oh yeah, freaking a dozen times.
0: So what what led to the I guess end of that band and this solo career?
1: Well, David and I just split ways. Uh, David did, uh, did a. He wanted to go more on the rock pop side, and I just wanted to stick to my gospel country roots. Is that what? And, is, that, is that
0: where the? I, I'm kind of a clever guy, but is that where the my gospel? Uh, yeah Title comes from
1: Yeah just This is This is as honest As I can be right now In my life
0: <laughs> And so uh, Did you write Did you write all these songs On your own Or
1: you or any of those No ones? I've got a lot of Different co-writers On there man I wrote some With Bo Bedford uh, Nick Lee uh, I wrote um, I wrote one With Noah Jackson uh, Who's an amazing writer One of the
0: Is it all Texas guys
1: Oh yeah yeah. Do you so ever I'm go myself. out
0: to Nashville and try to do that Nashville writing scene? All
1: yeah, man. There's this uh, guy Jason White that I've been meeting with. It's over there at big, big time publishing or uh, big deal. Sorry, uh, and I'm with been, you. All
0: those things look They're all just like big time, big. I, I, I've, I don't I've, know. I've tried a couple. I get of those, mixed up. I've been. I've tried a couple of those big time songwriting sessions. You know, big time in quotes. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's, man. It's cool, I, but it's a little weird sometimes. I, I wrote with
1: that. Gary Nicholson too, man. So that, that was cool. He's, you know, we wrote a good one called Lonesome Eyes. It's really solid country tune. So Um It's been it's been cool, man. Just writing with different people. I enjoy it. I'm really a melody man and, and a hook guy. I know what I'm really good at. And usually I'll bring the whole, I can have a whole song done and be missing a couple lyrics on a lot of situations. And then I know the person who can fulfill that. There's a buddy of mine who wrote Still Driving With Me, Mike Mormon from East Texas, who really was the first guy that really got me off my feet in this music industry. He inspired me to turn it into a business and try to really go hustle it. And then that's when I moved to San Marcos. You know, before that, I was in Denver forever for four years.
0: Well, but, still driving so. gets me into my next question, which is, fuck, that thing's got a groove to it. So who, who produced this record? Who Man. Played, who played on it?
1: Man, it's, uh, well, uh, Bo Bedford produced it. And um, a lot of the guys from the Texas Gentlemen. it's a big collaborative uh, here in Dallas. We all, you know, we played... A lot of it in Muscle Shoals. We went up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's some killer players on there, man. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you, man. They're the top dogs in the DFW area. I'll tell you that. The Texas gentlemen.
0: Where do I know them from?
1: They're just uh, getting some heat. They they signed with New West. And uh, they're with William Morris. And they're doing the whole thing. Going to be putting out a record here soon.
0: All right, cool. Well, they can fucking play. I'll tell you that. Um, so you're we, those are my
1: guys that are on the road with me, though. You know the the guitar players with me, and then uh, I just added a female background vocalist, Taylor Nix, and uh, you know I've got a drummer and a bass player and a piano
0: player. Well, you have, you have the same problems. So I don't understand how people because. I'm playing decent sized places now and I still can't fucking make profit. I've got, you know, with all these players and I want to get more players, but it's fucking expensive.
1: Oh yeah. It's fucking expensive. Right now I'm just investing in the show for the next year.
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of my thing is I'd rather lose money and put on a great show.
1: Fuck yeah. But, but if it was right now at least.
0: But if it was up to me, you know, I'd have fucking three background singers and a keyboard player and ho- I'd do the do Elvis style, but I can't fucking afford it, which is kind of a bummer. Um but
1: Oh, you'll get. It'll be there soon enough, man. You're doing great. I, I love the freaking record. I think what you're doing is just uh, what the world needs. You know, freaking laugh about it. Yeah, well, it, it, pisses
0: a, it pisses a lot of people off, which is what makes me happy. You know. Yeah, don't shit. Let it piss them off. Yeah, I mean, I think you can get a lot of fans by upsetting people, and I don't, you know, and not giving a fuck. I think has been. Kind of helped. The best decision everything. you've
1: ever made in your life.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, by far. You know, I think people were just looking for some country music with bad, bad words or something. You know, it wasn't like some. <laughs> I wish I could say it was some master plan. You know, like, a, this is what Nashville needs. But it, well, it wasn't even that. It's just like, let's play some country and let's not and let's not hold back on the language and have a yeah. and get drunk and have fun. So. Dude, it's. I think it's genius. You know? Yeah, I ne- a second album was never really part of the plan, but why not? Uh, yeah,
1: fun.
0: at the time, because at the time I was just I was like, let's. I was happy to do one, and then when we when we then we started selling tickets, I was like, you know what? Let's do a fucking another one. I had, <laughs> I had I had the songs. Like, let's. Pooh
1: is fucking like. Ridiculous, like that video and the whole thing. What you got going on? That I can't even get over. it I laugh my ass off on every picture. I bet that was one of the funnest shoots you've ever been to in your life.
0: Oh, puss in boots you know, with the with, yes. the with the with the tits. Yeah, that was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then um, we we premiered it on Pornhub. You saw that, dude?
1: Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I you know got Yeah, a, and, got um,
0: a, yeah How girls. did that?
1: I bet I bet that helped out.
0: Oh, it didn't. It didn't hurt because it was funny. (laughs) Because they're like, you know, why don't you, why don't don't you, uh, you know, premiere it on Rolling Stone Country? And I, I always, I always just kind of ask my managers. I just like, I go like, all right, what, what ranking? I'll just kind of ask. I think one of the best things to do in 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 the business or music business in general is just ask like the simplest, dumbest questions. I go, (laughs) you know, it's like. How popular is Rolling Stone Country? I mean, like on the on the you know on the on the World Wide Web. Like, where is it on the you know? They're like it's sixty three thousand four hundred fifty sixth biggest website. I go, well, where's Pornhub? And they're like nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, you know, which well I know I know, I know, I know you guys don't want to get into porn, but let's just do this. Let's, and we call up Pornhub, and they're like, sure, let's do it. Oh my God! So that is.
1: Oh my god! Do you have any screenshots of like the Pornhub website? Oh yeah, I mean,
0: like, I sp- I've, gotta,
1: I've got it. have got you. Got to shoot that over. I've, I've got a see, bunch of. I've got a bunch of. I want to see your of, advert advertisement.
0: I've <laughs> got a bunch of screenshots of my of my uh, video with like ads for like dick pills next to it, which you know, just some guys fucking dick. <laughs> you know what the craziest part was? We hired these two. We hired, the, <laughs> we, we hired these two girls to um, get naked in the video. And one of the girls had been in Pornhub videos, and I guess uh, Pornhub figured it out. So under my video was a picture of her just getting fucking rammed.
1: <laughs> that worked out best of both worlds. I was gonna
0: say it's like, how about that? Kill two some- birds with one stone. I mean, Garth Brooks ain't doing that, you know? No, it's like that's 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 some killer bonus footage right there. Fuck yeah, man! I mean, I might have to just debut it.
1: On there too, yeah. I want to try to get some print in Playboy or something. That would be. That's when you've
0: made it. I did. I did a Playboy interview a couple months ago. I actually did, and I did Penthouse last year. Does
1: the Playboy Mansion still exist?
0: I don't. I think it does, but I think um, from a, a buddy of mine was telling me. About I just. It. I did, never made it big enough in
1: time to really party there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard that you
0: <laughs> you, you can. I, a, a buddy of mine went there actually and told me that it's kind of um. It's a bit of a museum now because Hef is so old, you know. Yeah, it's kind of depressing because you go there and you could see, be like, "Oh fuck," the grotto, you know, the, all the crazy shit. That, like you're there and you know you could be fucking partying with, <laughs> with, with with the hottest girls ever, but it's just like you know they're kind of old and they're beaten up a little bit, but yeah, everybody's <laughs> real like
1: got that real deep suntan and skins droopy, and people are just getting real old over there.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, I think I think, they're, I think they're all just trying to keep him alive to keep the party going.
1: Yeah, they're just they've got to. You kidding? Hef can't die.
0: Yeah, that's, that's nope. not going to be not going to be fun. But yeah, can you? I mean, that's the life, huh? Just you should do movie. like
1: you should write a song for Hef, like when he when you know, and just do a whole whole thing for Hugh, you know, and <laughs> thank him.
0: <laughs> yeah, for all the parties I missed. For all the parties I missed. <laughs> um i actually i met larry flint once oh shit how was that he's he's really cool i actually i know his uh again sometimes back to the you know you know not mentioning people i know his family back from in kentucky they're they're kentuckians that guy's gandered at some women oh yeah he he knows (laughs) he he that guy knows his way around the pussy um yeah i wouldn't doubt it one bit (laughs) i mean yeah that's some crazy shit he's done in, (laughs) in, in in his days um yeah but uh, the rumor was it i think it was in the movie that he uh, lost his virginity to a chicken to a chicken yeah oh so,
1: shit well that's how it got i mean maybe that was the best thing for him
0: he yeah, after that i mean every girl probably <laughs> looks good after that <laughs>
1: you know he's just moving up in the world every time he gets some ass
0: exactly hey it's like, because hey, he um, was once fucking a chicken Exactly. I mean, it's probably not a bad idea to, to lose your virginity that way. It's like, hey, you want to meet this girl? And he's like, what yeah, it? like, you want to hear about her? It's like, if she's not a chicken. I'm down. I don't care. God, do you think he eats Chick-fil-A? No, I don't think you can fuck it and eat it. <laughs> probably be weird, yeah. You know? Probably totally weird. Oh,
1: shit, man. So are you yeah. on tour right now? I'm about to hit Tour. Uh, I'll be in Nashville on the night of the twenty seventh. I'm not
0: playing, but oh fuck, I'll be I'll, I'll be on tour.
1: Yeah, twenty eighth, I'm playing Bowling Green,
0: Kentucky. Yeah, we're not doing Kentucky on this tour. Which um, everyone on my Twitter, do you get on, get on Twitter a lot? It's driving me crazy as of late. I have my. The
1: old team does Twitter. I said I can't handle all of it. I'll do Instagram and I'll repost on Facebook, and that's all I've got. I've got to fucking write songs, I've got to sing, I've got to do other shit. If I'm on my phone all day, I go fucking insane.
0: That's pretty smart of you, man. I wish I could do that. My problem is, I, I you don't gotta like have a Wheeler for... Walker headquarters, HQ. I, I mean, I do social but, media manager, but they, I don't like them manage because I don't want them to put out some lame shit, you know? Well, they
1: always cross it by you, you know, first.
0: Okay. Well, maybe I need you to know? do that. Yeah, but no, I'm and getting, just get. They've I mean, got to know I,
1: exactly who you are. This is what I did. Uh, just went and hung out with Jeff, my buddy that's running our social media. We hung out one night, got drunk at a bar, and all of us, you know, just hung out, and he just knew what kind of vibe I am, and so he throws up some stuff. It's not like, and he always says, Cawthon HQ. You know, so people know that it's coming from somebody else. So it's it's still distinctive, but it's something I would say. But it's not just like me.
0: Yeah, I'm Andrews gonna, helps me. I may I may do, I brain. may do it just like that, but just like you know, who wants to fuck Wheeler Walker <laughs> Wheeler Walker Junior Headquarters? You know, put, actually make it me, but pretend it's the headquarters. Yeah, just start pretending it's HQ. It's perfect that's yeah. the way to do it send it's a direct send, send a direct message hey you want to meet me at, after the gig We'll walk junior dude they
1: just do that they only do those posts for promotion for my shows
0: yeah you well, know on
1: promotional stuff like me you know i'll i'll repost all the stuff and i i, I try to always send instagram and you know, talk to my fans, talk to the people that are coming to the show, and especially on tour, I'm more active, but when I'm off the road, fucking hell, tweeter every day, Twitter every day? Yeah, no. well, you,
0: you gotta teach that to me, because I was just talking to, my, to a, my lady friend, and she's like, you know, you gotta fucking, because I was like, I, I was like, am I ugly? And she's like, no, I don't think so. I was like, well, fucking 10 people called me ugly on Twitter today. <laughs> like, just stop fucking, I mean... <laughs> nerds in their basement you know talking to you and I I I, I, I take that shit personally yeah fuck you that's so what I say but heck, can you start a battle and their an picture but their picture is, is is an egg you know it's like I'm ugly you're a fucking egg well, whatever but it's like a, <laughs> like you said you gotta you gotta I need to write uh, songs not check my fucking Twitter oh man I try man I'm trying to be I'm yeah sorry. Robert Plant didn't have to check his Twitter
1: no good god but, so man, it, I saw this thing online the other day of, like, Elvis's, you know, date book, day book, you know, like his calendar. And, like, he would just, they would all write it in pencils, you know, and that's all I had was a calendar and
0: pencil. That was about it. That's I all wish I had that no shit. You've been, you've been to Graceland, by the way? No, I haven't,
1: dude. I've tried to stop so many times, but I'm always just passing through or getting to a gig. But yeah, once I, I have a day off, I'm gonna go for it's, sure.
0: It's one of those things, you know, that I've obviously always wanted to go to, and I, I was a little worried to be cheesy and shit. But it was, it was fucking cool. You know, it was like it was. Did uh, you do the whole full meal, full meal deal? Oh, I did the. I did fucking. I did everything and then some. Um, <laughs> I, I toured it. I looked at his fucking plane. I looked at his. Uh, but the house did you see is the it, toilet, like where he died and stuff. Um. No, it got real somber. They played some music, and I think they they kind of got near it. And then my I was with a couple buddies, and one of my buddies fucking ran off from the tour and tried to sneak up stage into his bedroom, and he got busted. He got kicked out.
1: But what are you gonna what are you gonna do? Um, he got kicked out of Graceland. That's pretty badass.
0: Yeah, but whatever. I mean, he almost you know it would have been cool if he you know pulled it off, snuck yeah snuck off with Elvis's pillow or some shit. But it's it's not really that big of a house, which is crazy. You know, in those days, it was a mansion, but it's not that big.
1: Is it just over the top? Like, I've heard it's just like furry and freaking 70s, 60s, 70s vibe.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome, but I don't know. Again, I think it was just because my expectations were so big that to me, it seemed almost like quaint. You know, it was like, because you see so much crazy shit nowadays, you know, on TV that it just seemed like a normal house to me, honestly. Um, you know, you go to that, ba- you know, he used to record that shit in the basement. You go down there, it's like. The state of the art TV, which was like had like the the channels you change with your hand, you know, yeah. With the clicker, with the three buttons, like it was the most, it was the craziest remote control of all time back in the day. (laughs) Hell yeah! And and by the speaking of which, I hear a lot of Elvis in your in your music. I assume you're a big Elvis fan. Oh
1: man, he was he's my dude. Him, Roy Orbison, you know the Everlees, Waylon, Willie. Johnny Cash.
0: Well, that's fucking awesome. Well it sounds like that's why probably why I dig your music so much. It sounds like our, our, our influences are fucking lined up perfectly.
1: Yeah, man. I just you know, I, it's not like I tried to do that. I just I was raised in the gospel church when my granddad taught me how to sing and you know, he was he loved Elvis, you know. And he led singing at the church. He was just uh you know, he taught me how to sing and sing loud as
0: hell, you know. Be you know well that's important. Yeah, I I got I got a real quiet voice, which kind of hurts me on stage because I gotta we gotta crank the mic up so loud and get right on top of it that it kind of fucks up the sound.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll do that, but still, just bring the stage volume down and don't you know that's what I try to do because they can pump it out front. I've learned being you know on the road for ten years, you just bring that stage volume as low as you can and freaking have it. Ripping out front,
0: yeah. I mean, you got that powerful fucking. I mean, like, like I said, I hear, I hear that kind of Elvis thing, you know, in there, and um, that's kind of my what I want to do for my next record is do a big Elvis, you know, the Elvis back in Memphis kind of record with the big thing with the horns and the backup singers. I just don't know if I can pull it off, but I feel like you are someone who could fucking do that and
1: do. Yeah, man, I would. That is right up my alley. I love it so much. My next record's called My Cadillac because i bought a 64 fleetwood cadillac oh shit nice so um, are you working on it now it's, it's done
0: oh no way yeah i'm about you know we're
1: we're about 97.8 percent done so
0: we'll send slip slip I'll, that I'll, shit over i gotta I'll, i gotta, I gotta hear a taste of it yeah
1: i'll show it to you man it's a uh it's definitely more of a uh 70s Elvis vibe, you know. It's got got horns on it. You know, Jeff Daisy played on it. Who uh um you know he he plays with Leon Bridges and Nathaniel Ratliff and uh he's just a badass sax player. And he he did some work on it on this song, My Cadillac. And we're gonna do some videos and put it out first quarter, but we've got some different things in motion, maybe
0: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I, I I didn't even know that you you were, you're, things are moving. I love hearing that.
1: Yeah, man, I've been, and I, I I've been in the studio.
0: And yeah, I've same got vibe, about same Yeah, same
1: same crew, same team. Didn't mess with it. Just went in there and popped it out again.
0: Well, yeah, don't mess with this. It's too good. Um, where'd you where'd you record this one?
1: Uh, Modern electric sound recorders here in Dallas, Texas. The owner is Jeff Signs. Bo Bedford is a producer here and part owner and he uh you know he's well, my what, producer what else, he's what, my else
0: is, what else has he done man he's uh,
1: one of our great friends Wesley Geiger good friend Kirby Brown who's a Nashville writer that is amazing he's like hey, he's a uh true po- Texas poet and um uh I would say um he worked with larry g he worked with uh you know he had mild to some good success you know and then uh we did our record and then i've i worked on the texas gentleman record with him put did two songs on that that's gonna drop under new west so we're probably gonna be touring in tandem uh come fall
0: oh that'll be awesome yeah i'll get a check i still haven't seen you live which is killing me um
1: yeah man, it'll be fun. It'll be a good show. I'll Get you up there, we can sing a old country tune or something.
0: Let's do some Everly's, yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing a I'm I'm playing the Basement East uh next week for like a charity thing with Charlie Warsham and do, we're doing some old country songs. I'm trying to figure Charlie out Charlie Warsham, man. I'm uh, I've uh, met him a couple times. Good dude and it's for charity and uh for sure. And I'm trying to figure out these Everly harmonies. You forget how fucking um complicated shit is. They're yeah. hard. Yeah, but God, yeah, I love hard. that shit. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what, like I said, you're really in that that sweet spot. So how's the record been doing for you?
1: Man, it's good. You know, I'm. We could always sell more, but you know, it's so uh,
0: fucking it, hard to sell records. I mean, I always tell everyone dude, this, but it's it, so it's, hard. It's fucking impossible, and um,
1: you know, who knows, man? Uh, maybe you know we can move some records. Uh, you know, once we get out on the road we usually move a lot of them but uh well now now, that you're, on, uh, now that you're on this it's just huge, a live
0: show huge, now that you're on this huge podcast i think that'll help oh yeah are you kidding yeah so anyway everyone listening you gotta you gotta buy, don't stream the record i mean stream it rather you stream it than not listen at all but fucking buy this shit
1: oh yeah man that'd be great we're, we're out on the road we start we're out on the road with a guy by the name cody jinks
0: oh yeah he's he's kind of he's fucking huge now right
1: yeah he's doing great man so we're uh doing that and then uh we're gonna be uh going all the way up into new york and jersey and doing all all the east coast and then i'll be on the road and doing the west coast come fall my first uh headlining tour
0: oh that'll be that'll be killer um how are you doing it now van or
1: yeah we got a, a van and a and a trailer and you know, because everyone's done.
0: got their own own goals. I told my pe- my headquarters my goal is a bus, and um they tell me I'm about you know whatever it is, eight hundred fucking grand short, but <laughs> we'll get there, hopefully yeah. we'll get there at some point. but well my goal dude,
1: my goal is a small piece of land in the South Fort Worth region with a mobile home until I have enough money to build my own house.
0: Well, see, yeah, it's good to have goals like that i my my yeah. thing is the same thing, but. T- I just feel more comfortable in in Tennessee, just because you know, growing up, all my family. I tell you all mm-hmm. my all my family's from Tennessee? So
1: yeah, um, you got up, man. All my family is Texan, you know, and everybody's down here, and I, this is all I know. I go up to Tennessee. I've come close to moving to Tennessee a million times, man, but I just never, never did it. I lived in
0: Colorado for four years. Isn't it crazy how you you spend your whole childhood just fucking? wanting to move away and getting away from fucking family, then you get older and you just want to be near them. It's,
1: Close. Man, I'm yeah. telling you. So I've got family in, in Tennessee, too. My cousins are up there. And they're both photographers. Well, that's cool. So, you yeah, know, Kate Cawthon, you know, Katie Cawthon. So Kate and Katie.
0: <laughs> Two cousins, Kate and I actually have a cousin, Katie, but she's not a photographer in Nashville, but she's not a photographer. And her last yeah. name's not Cawthon. Um, yeah. anyway... Nate, throw out some dates here so people will know where you're playing. Does Cody, J- check your website or Cody Jinx, I guess. Yeah, man. Um,
1: well, I'll be in Bowling Green, uh, Kentucky on the uh, 28th of June, and then we go up to Pittsburgh. We're playing the Southern Kentucky Performing Arts Center in Bowling Green on Wednesday the 29th. It's weird. I ne-
0: I've never been there. I mean, I've been to Bowling Green, but I've never been to that venue. Gonna, yeah. you ever played lexington uh yeah i have um I yeah, have. That, that's where i'm from
1: um dude i love lexington man i went to the grant i went to the uh the derby and we went all the way took a bus from lexington to uh i don't know where's the derby in lexington in louisville in louisville yeah that was the only time i ever rode in a bus i was with one of my old investors and in my old band and we rode, we'd just gotten off the road and we borrowed blazers from him and my bass player. <laughs> See, play.
0: that's what, that's what pe- I, I love about the, about playing music is people don't understand. It's like, that's, what's great about playing music is one day you wake up, you're wearing a blazer on a bus to the Derby with some dude you don't <laughs> yeah. even know, you know, dude. you know the
1: guy that, owns, and he's like, a quote, cool, he's a, he's time.
0: a, he, he's an investor no one even knows. What does that fucking mean? You know?
1: Yeah. When you're rolling in with a guy that's got a briefcase with a, one of those little handcuffs on his arm.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fear yeah. and loathing shit right there.
1: Yeah, dude. And I found out he was the guy that created the Tempur-Pedic mattress.
0: Gee, and, he, and he's fucking loaded? Loaded. Dude, Billy Club. Say, they cause...
1: called each other. Dude, it's the Billy Club.
0: Why, why aren't you still hanging in that club? I mean, that, that sounds like um, a good yeah, crew because... to be, be with. They're still my friends and everything, yeah, man. Put, put you gotta... that shit, put the new one out on Temperpedic Records.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't really know him that well. See, these were all friends of friends. Yeah. I knew one guy that, dude, he, he helped with my last band, Will Vote, just substantially and, uh, you know, put up a lot of cash. And, you know, in this business, it's hard to make it back. So, I mean, hell, we still owe him some money. So, you know. That's how hey man, he's goes. got
0: th- those. Those beds are still selling. He don't need it. You're fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's always. You always meet the fucking weirdest people on the road. It's just like you know, some dude who invented you know, some kind of inner foot soul who wants help. to who wants to you know help, help you sell some records. It's like yeah, come on, buddy.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean it's it's a crazy it's a crazy business, man
0: yeah well I, I mean I hate the business part of it but I love what, what I was just talking I love meeting these fucking weirdos as long as I get to li- fucking go back to my hotel room eventually
1: yeah no kidding man i'm getting to the I'm getting to the point where when I'm off the road I have rage and I party and I go out and when I'm on the road like I turn into a nun
0: you know I started to do that which i it, it, it's almost you almost have to which I thought when you, again when you're a kid you'd be like i'm gonna go crazy. just rage all the time yeah, you but, you. but when you're a kid, you're like, if I ever get to go hit the road, I'll go crazy. And then you get on the road, you're like, I can't do it, you know.
1: You got to turn yourself into a freaking machine, like for real.
0: Yeah, and I kind of wore myself out on the last tour drinking and then waking up. You know, you can't get drunk, wake up and have a Starbucks and a fucking mu- chocolate muffin and then expect to be, you know, expect to be alive in two days, you know.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Man, I we lived through fast food and bullshit for years out there to the point almost dying. Just like awful. now, yeah, now I understand. Now when, when I'm when those... using and and like you know taking a lot of vitamins and drinking a shitload of water and just you know. And then right before I go on stage, I usually have me a
0: cold Coors Light. Yeah, that's how I've been doing. i have been trying to have just like a beer and a shot before I go on stage. Yeah,
1: I mean, me too. And I'll knock a shot back, and that'll be the only one I have. And then I'll drink a beer on stage. Then I'll get off stage. I'll have another beer. And then if I'm enjoying, if I'm enjoying the party. Or there comes the times where, you know, you got to network and talk to people and stay up and have another cocktail.
0: So that's yeah, the only t-
1: time I'll do that. Talk to
0: the fucking promoter
1: talk to somebody you know yeah, talk to the promoter and,
0: th- and thank him for bringing bringing 30 people out to the show yeah for
1: sure yeah thank you so much for bringing it seems 30. like the
0: promoters i meet are the ones who like i would think would be quiet about it like hey man i promoted your show i was like well you did a fucking shitty job
1: you know <laughs> you better not tell me that
0: yeah exactly um well cool man well i'm gonna i gotta i'm gonna i think i'm gonna hopefully gonna talk to Margot today on the phone she's in england but we were gonna try to hook it up so i'm gonna take off and here in a second but um dude
1: i'm a huge fan of hers we've hung out a couple times i
0: i still never kevin, met her but she's she's she's. i love her music and she seems yeah. super cool
1: kevin black her bass player and i are good friends and man they're they got a great camp up there in nashville their crew is just solid
0: yeah and i still have not remember she's killing it out there huh Oh, yeah. She's doing great, man.
1: That record was heavy. And I tell you what, Third Man Records knows how to put out an album. You know, those guys seem, are doing good over there.
0: It seems like it. Yeah, it's a good, cool operation they got o- over over there. I had a Third Man hat, but I can't find it anywhere. I'll go grab another hey. one. Anyway, sorry to interrupt here, but uh, Paul and I talked some shit about some pop country artists. I don't want to get him in trouble, so we'll pick it up at the conversation we were having about a shitty pop country.
1: Yeah, man, it's just one of those things. They've got it in that machine and that washing machine starts spitting out money and they just keep on washing the shit out of country music to where it's diluted into bullshit.
0: Yeah. And I always tell them, it's like, not to, not to get too, you know, not to you know, suck my own dick here, but it's like, I'm like every day I hear people, man, I don't listen to country music, but I listen to you. It's like, Hey, country music, I'm sending a lot of new fans over to you and they, I sent them to you and then, you play them Florida Georgia line, they come right back, you know, like, yeah, play them some good shit, you know, or just call it something else, man. That's
1: all I want to do. I think the lawyers need to call the genre something else. And it's got to be something else.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it has he, to be Southern pop, like, maybe Southern
1: pop. Yes. Sp, That's what it should be called. SP. That's what you're listening to southern pop and and then if you're going to be called country it needs to go through a fucking row of the baddest ass country with stapleton and all these other people up there that are judging whoever can be called country music and can be
0: allowed to be on the radio totally yeah it should you should be american idol it should be four people i gotta straight up People four should badasses
1: ask. like Marty Stewart. Yeah. It's uh, you know, let's
0: name them. It's like Marty. Yes, yeah, Steve. Steve Earl's got to sign off on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Earl and Chris Stapleton, like those four. Yeah, and then you like you get a big ah, X. Like, sorry, you're 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 on the southern yeah, pop stage. Sorry, you're southern pop. Good luck
1: with your next record. Bring yeah, back well, to yeah, the yeah, yeah. Exactly. We'll you
0: you're, you're fr- you, you 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 play music, and you're from Texas, but it doesn't mean it's country. You know?
1: Nope sorry bud get off the fucking bus you're at the sp
0: yeah well who who was the quote i heard i mean i was talking to brandy clark recently who's great she was kind of saying oh that, good god she's amazing and she was had a good point she's like she she said she thought that kind of uh genres were just kind of dead like the whole idea of genres were dead which kind of oh yeah it's like it's like maybe she's right and she said a friend of hers had told her she said that um you know trying to figure out what country music is nowadays she, uh her friend said it was um Country is now defined as whatever white people are listening to. That's yeah. I think it's she's kind of right. I think whoever that said that is kind of right, which is just kind of like whatever white musicians are playing. That's, that's a guess that's country music. And if, and if you're from below, you know,
1: and then, you know, white people always do whatever a cool black person does,
0: but they do it 20 years later and shittier
1: 20 years later. And so these guys are
0: rapping up on stage and doing it
1: with a country
0: twang, and it makes me gag. Oh, I've heard, I've, I've seen, I've seen fucking like rap albums on the country charts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like one, Nelly, Nelly, no but, no, but no, but I'm talking about like white southern rappers, but they sing it, but they rap in a twang, and it's they, they call it country. Fuck, dude,
1: that's diluting the waters.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know the first draft of Back to the Future, that uh, Marvin Berry scene, that was original. You, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, where he played. Oh, yeah, the that was originally Elvis. But they couldn't get the rights to uh, his to Jailhouse Rock, as someone told me. So um, goes back to your point, which is, I guess, in back to the. I think people also, I think there was a racial thing too, like they didn't want to make it look like you know a white guy invented rock and roll, you know. So they changed it to uh, Chuck Berry, which, which is, which is kind of true. Which is like this guy rewrites a movie, and all of a sudden, you know, rock and roll was invented by white people. Um, No, it was Chuck Berry. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, but you hear his new record? It's pretty fucking good, I think. Dude, hell yeah,
1: I'm such a fan. Like, I, I don't think he could have done anything that I wouldn't have liked.
0: Well, I mean, someone's a buddy of mine sent me that video of him pissing on those people, and I'm not sure I like that. Well,
1: I never saw that.
0: Yeah, I saw, I saw. But I'll tell you what: if you can uh, send me a video of you pissing on a girl, and then I still dig your albums, you're you're pretty fucking good. <laughs> well, that, don't don't that, seriously don't watch that video. It'll freak you out. No, and I won't piss on a girl, I promise. Please don't. Did, did I see in an interview you're uh, engaged or something? Or is that, gone, is that dead? Well, I was engaged, and now we're uh,
1: talking again. I actually went out to California and saw her and just uh, hanging out, enjoying ourselves and seeing what the future has to bring. We're both uh, busy humans, and she's out in Los Angeles now. So
0: What's she doing out there? She's doing some styling, and she's doing some other things. Okay, I'm not going to ask questions, because someone asked me about this shit, and I got in a fucking load of trouble. Had to lie yeah. on a podcast, and answer answered too many. A, I, I, talked doing, to, I, I talked too she, much. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it'll work out with you guys. Yeah, man. Uh, I got faith. Once she hears this new record, I mean... <laughs>
1: Forget. It. Yeah, she's heard, dude. She's she's one of the best sounding boards ever. She knows a song well, then,
0: months before everybody else. Well, well, well be if you if you know someone who's a good sounding, but don't don't lose her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, brother, I can't I can't thank you enough for calling me. We're gonna have to have a lot of pints soon. I yeah. Your well, well, case
0: so I call them all pints. Yeah, well, let's let's definitely hang out soon. And I and I'm, I'm ser- ser- sincere when I say I'm a huge fan. I love what you're doing. I I can't fucking wait to hear the new record, man. Yeah, I'll send it over. And man, we'll get together soon. All right. Yeah, let's let's work on some shit. Get you in the studio. Some some fucking Dude, Everly. I'm... We'll we'll record some shit.
1: I'd love to do some of that, man. Let's holler at old Cobb, man.
0: I'll do it. We'll set it up. The Everly right, Brothers, brother. who aren't brothers.
1: Hey, let's do it.
0: Cool, man. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one. All right, tell Margo hello. I will. All right, we'll see you. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Well, that was Paul Cawthon. This uh, muscle relaxer is kicking the fuck in right now. Uh, that's a cool fucking dude. Um, the, uh, stays away from Twitter so he can write songs. That's how you do it really cool of them. Um, See you fuckers later.